Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Daily Ears Podcast. I am your host, Veronica. And I'm the co-host, Michael. And today's episode is going to be a little different. I am currently enrolled in a communications course in school for college. And one of my assignments for this week is to create a podcast or a YouTube video. So today I will be making a video and I will be incorporating my assignment into today's podcast. We also are going to go over some news this week at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And then we are also going to do our Coronado Springs Resort review. So stay tuned. Welcome back. Let's jump in to some Disney news. Yesterday marked the start of Festival of the Arts at Epcot in Walt Disney World, and that's really exciting. We will be there later this week, so I'm really excited to go to that. I have not been to Festival of the Arts, so I'm a little excited to see. uh, Not a little. I'm very excited to see all that they offer. Do you have any input on that? I don't know much about it particularly, but I know one of the things that I'm excited about is with us being new annual pass holders, we'll get a magnet for our car that we can display our proud pass holder knowledge. Oh my gosh, yes. So when we were at Disney World a few weeks ago, we went to go get our annual pass holder magnet for our car, and they said that they had finished or they had already distributed all of the annual pass holder magnets for the holiday season and that we would have to wait until festival of the arts so yes and it is a very cute magnet and i believe disney offers different magnets based on what festivals they have going on so they change so this magnet that we will be getting this week will be art inspired so that's exciting Yesterday also marked the opening of Rise of the Resistance in Disneyland. I am so excited for everybody in Disneyland and Southern California to experience Rise of the Resistance. I liked how you said experience because it's not a ride. It is a true experience that it's not like three minutes and done. You are investing some serious time on this. And it's so exciting. I think... I read that there were a little bit of glitches, which is expected. It's a brand new ride and it's a lot of people. I also read that some people were faking boarding passes to get on the ride. And I think that's really sad. If you're that person and you're faking a boarding pass, shame on you. I really think that takes away from the spirit of Disney. And I I think that's really sad that people would do that. It ruins the experience for those who took the time and invested their time to get up early and to get there at opening a rope drop and get that boarding pass. And I think that's sad that somebody would fake a boarding pass. So if if you're listening and you consider doing that or you did do that, that's really sad. And I hope that you don't do that again and that you just get your coffee, wake up early, and go get a boarding pass the normal way. Also... I've been wondering why the train at Disney World has been closed. 
you know, that big train that goes around the entire park. I, that's one of my favorite rides. It's a classic. That and like TTA. I love those slow, you just gotta get a, a calm view of the parks and lands. I think that's wonderful. And I've been wondering why it's been closed for the past year. Well, it turns out it's closed because of the building of Tron. Yeah, so Tron's a uh, new ride that they're putting on the outside of Space Mountain, and that's where the, the train ran. So because of the size of Tron, they have to expand the size of the track also, so they have to do a little bit of refurbishments there. I think I think they might be, because Tron's going to be part of Tomorrowland, I think they're going to reroute the train around Tron. So we'll see. Not sure, but it's still down, unfortunately, and it will be down for most of, if not all of, 2020. Also, this was major news right now, is the bus times at Skyliner Resorts. Did you hear about this? No. Okay, so bus times for pickup for for guests who want to go to the parks typically run every 20 minutes however for those who are staying at skyliner resorts the buses will be coming for hollywood studios and for epcot every hour so oh they're trying to make people take the skyliners Correct. They want people to use the Skyliner instead of the bus system. And people are not happy about that because not everybody likes heights. Not everybody wants to take the Skyliner. I think a lot of the people who don't like this new schedule have not been on the Skyliner. Personally, I think it's fantastic. You're not cramped. It's just either your family or maybe one or two other people. They only allow six people max in each Skyliner cabin. So I think it's wonderful. However, I can see where that would be an issue if your family wanted to rope drop or get up very early. It really depends on how early are they going to start the Skyliner. Well, that's a very good point. I didn't think about the rope drops. I mean, the other thing you do have, I know they want to do the Disney travel, but if you want to do a rope drop, you have to do an Uber or Lyft or a Minnie Mouse van or yeah, so, and that's at the expense of guests. Correct. So, unfortunately, that is something that we're going to have to see how that plays out. I don't think it's the greatest. I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure. We'll have to stay at a Skyliner resort, maybe Caribbean Beach, and we'll have to experience so that way we can share with everybody our experience. But as of right now, I think the Skyliners are fantastic. It's just a question of what they decide to do for those early extra magic hours, etc. So lastly, in today's Disney news clip, Disney stocks. If you are somebody who has stock in Disney or you know somebody who has stock in Disney, since the launch of Disney Plus, Disney stocks have skyrocketed. So just be aware, if you know anybody who has stock in Disney, great job, great investment. And maybe you want to be get a little bit closer to that person who with the stock income. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you want to get to know somebody <laughs> who has Disney stock, now's a great time. So that is wrapping up today's news clip. 
Okay, so let's jump right into today's topics. First, for my assignment, we have to introduce ourselves. Now, this is kind of funny because I started college online prior to changing my last name from when we got married. So everybody in my class and my entire um, college experience knows me as my maiden name. So it might be a little confusing to hear daily ears podcasts. I'm sure they're all expecting to hear my maiden name. So for those of you who do not know, daily is our last name. So this is me. I am Veronica. And the reason why I thought it was a good idea to incorporate my husband in this podcast, even though it's for school and it's it's my assignment, this entire podcast, uh, daily vacations, daily magic Facebook page, all of that involves both of us. It's something that we started together and it's something that we're both passionate about. And I think that to cut you out of it, to do an assignment, especially using this platform wouldn't be right. (laughs) So that is why you are a part of this podcast today. So the question was in the assignment to explain how we could use this podcast for social change. I think podcasts are a wonderful source to deliver messages to large groups of people. I think they're really easy. They're easy to record. They're easy to manage. I also think that they're extremely popular right now. But the main reason that I like them is because your tone of voice can be heard. You can explain yourself easy. When you write things down on a Facebook page, people are only getting the content that you write. But when you have the ability, ability to explain yourself and, to real, and for people to hear your tone of voice, I think that's huge. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you can write whatever you want down and depending on that, the reader's mood also can pick up how they're perceiving your statement, even though you might have said it a completely different way. Correct. I agree. And I also think that Facebook and Instagram are social media platforms where you're typically sitting down and maybe you don't really have anything to do, or maybe you do have something to do and you're not doing it. Um, And you're just kind of scrolling around and looking at things reading things, it's for enjoyment. Whereas podcasts are a lot of times you can use them for information, which I think is great. A lot of times if people want to understand something more or there's um, a topic that they're interested in, you can put that topic in a podcast search and I guarantee you're going to find so many channels that specialize in that topic. And that's also something that you can use while you're driving, while you're commuting, If you have a long commute to work, if you are traveling on a plane, on a train, on a boat, I just think it's a wonderful option that you can multitask, you can have it playing, you can listen really 
at any time, no matter what you're doing. I think it's a great option. So that is why I really like podcasts and I think that they're great um, source of communication. Our goal with daily vacations and everything that involves um, or revolves around daily vacation, which is our personal, um, I'm sorry, our professional page, our goal is to provide a concierge style experience for anybody who works with us. We create magic. We help people plan their vacations. That is that is what we do. We plan vacations. We we assist people in planning their vacations. And we really just want to make it as stress-free as possible. We want to create the most magic. We also like to inspire. We put we try to put daily inspirations on our Facebook page. We try to provide information. We try to help people save money. These are all things that really we just want to create a positive impact. I, I think we, we another thing that we really want to do is we want to have people have the same experiences in Disney that we do. And we want to try to offer that to as many people as we can. We also want to help you avoid any bad experiences that we have. So if we experience something or we do something wrong or something that we don't like, we share that experience with you, our listeners, so that maybe you can avoid making any of the same mistakes that we made. So really, I think, how can this be used for social change? That's the question, is that Disney is something that we're passionate about. This is um, our business. And it's something that we really enjoy. And it's, it, it all revolves around positivity and encouragement and inspiration and creating magic. So I think that having that out there, especially nowadays when there's so much negativity in the world, having a place that you can go and escape and just see nothing but positive content and inspiration and people who are actually willing to help you. We're not trying to con you. We're not trying to get money from you. We don't get paid from our, our clients. This is a, a completely free concierge style um, service that we provide. We don't ask a dime from you. We're not selling ourselves to you. There's so much of, what do you call that? Where Like upselling. Right. People are always trying. Fees. Not, not only that. There are so many times that people are trying to provide a kind service. You think that they're being nice to you, and then they, they try to sell you something. And nobody wants that. It's fake. I think it's fake. It's fake compliments, and they're empty compliments because they're really trying to get something for themselves. And in a time when that's so prevalent on Facebook or on Instagram to have a place that we're not trying to sell you anything. We don't ever really offer anything other than free experiences, free services. Occasionally we'll offer free products just to be nice. We honestly want nothing from you other than just support and continue to follow our page. So I think to have a place like that is nice. And that is what we provide and 
in a time when it's hard to find genuine pages like that, it's nice to have the Daily Magic Facebook page. It's nice to have the Daily Ears podcast, etc. So that is our page. That is our goal. That is our business. That is our professional aspect of us. And with that, we will move on. If you are listening to this for the purpose of our my communications course, you can either stop listening now, or if you'd like, you can continue to listen and you can hear all about Coronado Springs Resort. So stay tuned. We just got back a few weeks ago from staying at Coronado Springs Resort. So generally speaking, what was your opinion on the atmosphere? What did you think? I'm going to say that it's a nice resort. The rooms are nice. The atmosphere is nice. But I don't know if it was my place that I would have to go back to again. See, I'm the exact opposite. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was so beautiful. I thought it was so grand. I thought it had so many luxury aspects of it. Um, The atmosphere was... I, you almost at times felt like you were in another country and I thought that was so amazing the music was fun they had a very Spanish style atmosphere and I thought it was so much fun so I really really liked it see I I think that I don't I don't I don't know that everything really blended together very well because when when you first get there, you're pulling up to this like big grand like tower tower hotel that looks like the Grand Destino <laughs> is what and, it is. And then you when you walk through that, you're like in another country, and like to me, it just didn't blend. Yeah. So the Grand Destino Tower is new. It just opened last year, so that is a new addition. So I can see where you're coming from. I can see why you would say that. It's like if you do it. You you walk in there. You think you're gonna stay in like the big hotel, and then you go out the back door, and then you're, you're like these little villas in the back. I like the little villas. Uh, no, I think the nice. villas are awesome. <laughs> that's what I like. They're you know nice, what? But it just. I think that I think maybe that's what I like about it is that you can have that little villa in the backyard. We're like the peasant people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I think I like that. And I think that I like having that option of feeling like from where our room was, when you looked out our our room window, it was all trees. You felt like you were on vacation. And I really like having that. But at the same time, we could get cleaned up. We can dress up and we can go have a fancy upscaled experience 
with a five minute walk away. And I think that was fun. I think I like having kind of the both the best of both worlds. Well, for example, like, like I know this is a little bit ahead, but you have the the bar at the pool, right? Right. So you go there and it's all this plastic element stuff because you're at the pool and obviously you can't have mm-hmm. glasses and stuff. But then you walk into the resort the downtown at the downstairs bar and you get little golden spoons that come with your drinks. But you're like, look. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes, it is two completely different worlds. It One is extremely upscaled fancy and luxury and then yes you do walk across the bridge across the pond and it's a different country (laughs) and i like that so i guess you don't like having that split i do i like having that option i I mean it's like when we stayed at um port orleans okay you you walk into the you know that you're in the french quarter right and the theme is that way throughout or you go stay at pop you know that everything's the 70s, 80s, 50s, you know. Right, right. I can I can see where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. I like that you have the two different styles. For me, I maybe that's what I really liked about it a lot. What did you think about the services? I, the services were phenomenal. Yeah. I, we got there, you know, checked in. I was expecting to, you know, have to leave our bags at the concierge desk or at the bell services go to the parks, come back, the bags would be in our room when we got back. However, come to find out, I skipped the the check-in line. I went right to the Bell Services, checked our bags in, got in line again for our uh, room, and our room was ready, so I had to pull our bags right back out again. So yeah. I mean, everything just The services very well. were very, very quick, very fast. Um, even... Mousekeeping was mouse-keeping wonderful. Mousekeeping was wonderful. There was one day that we all decided... We got up early to go ride Ride of the Ride of the Resistance and then we went back to our room to take naps. I think it was like ten o'clock or something. We fell asleep until oh my goodness, almost four. Something like that. And Mousekeeping did give us a call to let us know that they had to do some things, but they saw that we were sleeping. They were very, very respectful of our time. And in general the the atmosphere, everything was very clean. You didn't see much. It was a it was a quieter atmosphere. Okay, so the, again, let's go back to the atmosphere at Pop Century. There's so many children. It's a lot of families. People are running around everywhere. There's always people. However, with Coronado Springs, unless you were at the pool, it was very. You felt like you were the only person in the resort. You you did have that exclusive feeling and I kind of like that too and and, unless you know until you go to the bus stops or until you go to the pool that's where everybody else is but for the most part you don't really you don't have kids running up and down your hall you're not gonna hear screaming outside of your room not screaming but kids playing I you know I have to say that (coughs) excuse me overall like when when you put everything I, I, I guess it's just the different perspectives yeah Okay, what did you think about the quick service and the table service options? So their quick service, we ended up eating at their quick service several times. The quick service is at the pool. It's called the dig site. And we ate there two or three nights while we were yeah. there. We, whether it was a snack or a full meal, we ate there a lot. I think we were heading to Epcot one night. 
for something, but we decided to eat real quick at the pool instead. I really wanted a salad and they had a great chicken Caesar salad. So if you want a salad at Disney, Coronado Springs, <laughs> the Diz site has a very good chicken Caesar salad. And the grilled grouper sandwiches very well. <laughs> so yeah, that was the only quick service that I saw. I'm sh- I, I think that might've been the only one. They have two table service style restaurants on site. They have the one that was on the water, which was really nice. It really was. It was good. We had, you know, we ate there for uh, New Year's Eve night. It was really good. Um, and we just did the appetizers. We we didn't get any meals. We just did um, plate sharing. It was really good. Yeah, we did. And the drinks were really good. I, I liked the view. We were literally right on the water. I thought that was great. It was. And then uh, they also inside on like the top floor of the tower tower they have a another very nice restaurant that unfortunately we i didn't get to get up there and see it right so toledo's is at the top of the grand destino tower it is a seafood and steak restaurant yeah we were going to go there and the one day that we decided to go there i guess it was rented out for a private party so we weren't able to actually go inside Unfortunately, we will have to check that out again. Maybe this this week we can check that out while we're there. Actually, that's where your conference is. Right. So maybe this week <laughs> we can check it out. Um, so we can't give our opinion on that. But the the other table service on the lake was absolutely wonderful. I enjoyed it. It was... Um, I, I don't think they had indoor seating. It was all outdoor. It was covered. And... They have tables, but they also had couches, and it was like a lounge. They also had a bar. So being able to sit on the couch, spread out after a long day, the kids were able, one kid was laying on the couch. It was really nice. I yeah. thought it was really enjoyable. Yeah, the three, three bridges. It, it's like out in the middle of the water. It's, right. It's its own little standalone like bungalow-style lounge area. It's really nice. Yeah, it really was. And the night that we went there was... Actually, it was New Year's Eve. It was New Year's Eve. Yeah. We left Epcot early, and we went to Three Bridges, and that is where we rang, <coughs> excuse me, rang in the new year. So I thought that was really nice. What did you think about the pool? I mean, the pool was nice. It, I like the, you know, the Aztec feel of they have a water slide there. So, you know, you, I mean, it's... It, it was hard yeah. because it was a little bit chilly. Yeah. I I don't think I went in the pool. I think I put my feet in, and that was it. The kids enjoyed it. Yeah, the kids The kids won. had a blast. The kids um, swim in nice water, though, too. So. Yeah, the kids don't care if the water's cold. We did do the hot tub, though. The hot tub is nice. They do have a hot tub. They have a very large hot tub. In fact, I think they have one of the biggest hot tubs on uh, Walt Disney World Resort property. So it, it was nice. Um, and it's a little secluded. It's off. Oh my gosh, we saw nature. Yes, there was a raccoon that visited all of us, which was so. I thought it was so cute. Some people were mortified. I thought it was adorable. A little raccoon came in, went to the trash, got some pizza, ran out, came back, got some more food. It was so cute to just sit in the hot tub and watch this little guy. I thought it was adorable. Um, they actually have several pools um, on site. They have. 
right by our room, there was a quiet pool. But the kids, of course, want to go to the big pool that has a water slide. It was an yeah, Aztec temple that had a water slide attached to it. Well, we wanted to go there, too. That's yeah. where the bar was. Yeah, well, so. you got to go where the bar is. Yes. <clears throat> we already discussed the food. Um, what did you think of the rooms? The rooms were 100% all upgraded. Nice TVs, nice new beds. They had paint. awesome... Where the bathroom... Ceiling fans, great. They did have ceiling fans. That was really nice. Where the bathroom is, is separated with those... I don't know how you call sliding them. Like barn sliding doors. barn doors. Correct. And I really liked that. I thought that it was it was pretty. It was stylish. It really blocks out the light if you're getting ready in the morning and everybody else is sleeping. That was really nice to have. I really... I did. I really liked the rooms. I thought they were... The upgrades were fantastic. Yeah. Very spacious. Yeah, those barn doors are really nice to have when you travel with three girls <laughs> and you're the only man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What did you think about the layout of the resort? It was huge. It, it was absolutely huge. and It was huge. I, I think if the tower wasn't there and there was some kind of, like, check-in hotel like you said that was kind of spanish themed i would be all on board with the place i love the tower so (laughs) tower didn't do it for me i think that the resort is extremely confusing yes you can get lost very very easily in fact i think i got lost at least two or three times just trying to get to the bus station and i ended up at different bus stations there are four bus stations. It's so big, they have four bus stations. So that is definitely something to consider, especially considering the buses start at stop four, and then three, and then two, and one is the last stop. Which is at the tower. Which is at the tower. So if you're staying at the tower, you're the last person to board the bus, which means you're not getting a seat. It's very crowded. And there's a good chance that the bus is already going to be full. In fact, a couple times the bus was so full by the time that it got to the first stop that it didn't even stop. It just kept going or it didn't even go. It it went right to the parks. So that's definitely something you want to consider if you are staying at Coronado Springs. Bus stop four is the first stop where they're going to pick everybody up. So I, you, I'm sorry, but. No, just so if having a seat or if you have a stroller or you have a scooter, if that's important to you, you may want to consider making your way over to bus stops four or three. Yeah, I have to agree. That's so. One of the things that I, I didn't particularly like about this place, and maybe it's just because I had no idea where it was at or those signs or whatever that tells you where it is, but I kind of like to walk through the gift shops at all the resorts. Right. Right. I did I not. No idea. I don't. And usually there's like you get those little you know mugs. cups if you're on you know the meal plans or you could buy the mugs or whatever. Yeah, there was no. You're right. I did not see like the gift store. I mean, I'm sure it's there. It's probably over on the other side where the casitas were on the other side of the lake, which we did not make our way over there. Why? Because it's so big. And two, we were so busy. need a golf cart. Oh my gosh, we did. We should have had a golf cart. Yeah, so that's definitely something you really, really want to consider is the size of the resort. For us, like you said, we didn't have the resort mugs. And 
we didn't necessarily go there to just shop. So that wasn't a huge, huge, um, important aspect for us. But if that's something that you like to do, or you're on the dining plan and you really want to utilize the resort mugs, you may want to consider if it's 10 o'clock at night and you want to go get a hot chocolate with your family, you're going to be walking for 10 minutes or yeah. longer. I, uh, I know they definitely had, cause I saw a lot of people with their mugs. So it's there somewhere. Right. I just remember that we got off on bus stop four at one point because it was the first stop and it was so crowded. We just decided to get off and we figured we'll just walk to our room. And it was a long 15, 20 minute walk. We got lost. It's a big resort. So that's definitely something to take into consideration. I think a very huge factor, which I think is a positive is how close it is to the to the parks. Yeah, it was really close. <laughs> Excuse me. To um, it's to the very close yeah. to uh, Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Very very close. So, although you might be packed into the bus or you're standing, it's literally a two minute drive. It's very very close. So for those rope drops, especially to Hollywood Studios. I, I think that was really, really good. You did, you were able to get that extra 30 minutes of sleep because of your how close you are to the parks. So in general, we didn't really talk about... I'm just going to backtrack a little bit. The towers, <laughs> your favorite. The towers offered... This was another aspect that I liked. When you, Magical Express drops you off... You walk into this grand tower and everything's beautiful. It's grand. It's new. Huge waterfalls, huge chandeliers. I think it's so gorgeous and luxurious. They have a very high-end bar there. And it's you feel like you're on just like a, an all-exclusive, all-inclusive like resort. I like that. At the same time, when you're leaving... And you're waiting for the Tragical Express to pick you up. You have that opportunity to sit and relax and wait in a very luxurious atmosphere. And I do like that. I do like that you can sit at a lounge. You can have a cup of coffee with your golden spoon. Yeah, how are those spoons? They're great. I have three of them. (laughs) So, (coughs) excuse me. I think that's a very nice option. And I do really, really like that. Um, they also, actually, we didn't discuss this. They have a little bit of special extras. I'm not sure what kind of strings Coronado Spring pulled, but on New Year's Eve, we had our own character experiences. Oh, Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale came to the resort and they partied with all of the resort guests all night with their own DJ. And I thought that was so cute and so special that they would provide a character experience at your resort for free. There was no extra charge. You don't need a park ticket. You Literally, you have characters walking around your resort and partying with you. And they made the snow. And it snowed. You're right. I forgot about that. It snowed right in front of the tower on New Year's Eve. They did have the classic Disney Snope that they have on Main Street. I mean, that's so special. That's not something that you're going to get at Pop Century. That's not something you're going to see 
at other resorts. I'm sure they all do something different as well, but that was really, really special. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me. In closing, would you stay here again? I wouldn't say that I wouldn't stay there again, but I don't think it would be on a list of ones that I have to say that I would go back and stay there again. Does that make sense? Yes, very interesting, because I would say absolutely I would stay there again in a heartbeat. I think yeah. it's so much fun, and I would really, really love and look forward to staying there again. So that is our Coronado Springs Resort. If anybody has any questions, please reach out to us. Make sure you follow us on our website, dailyvacations.com. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at Daily Magic. And with that, we hope that we can help you unlock the magic within. Until next time. podcast by daily vacation be sure to like them on facebook share their page follow their blog and let them help you unlock the magic within